This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 163, How to Get Hired and Flip the Stick, by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, Life Optimizers? Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, Silver Sunday Edition, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, and the guy who had his first car totaled in a parking lot. <laughs> I insist it wasn't my fault. I'm continuing with posts from Derek Sivers for Silver Sunday today, but I am going to be reading posts from listeners like you who want to get their name out there or simply want to share some great content with us. So what I'm doing is I'm taking guest posts on my blog, and then some of those will be read right here on the show. So if you're interested in that, come by oldpodcast.com and get in touch with me, and I'll then give you details on what I'm looking for. And that's it for now. Let's hear from Derek and start optimizing your life. How to Get Hired by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org In my 15 years running two companies and two bands, I've employed about 100 people. So from an employer's point of view, here's my best advice on how to get hired. Focus on one company. Do some soul searching to decide what you really want to do. Then find the company in your area that you feel is doing it the best. The company needs to be near you already. If you don't live near them, move there first or choose a closer company. Do not do this remotely. It doesn't matter if they're not hiring. Learn all about them. Read every page of their website. Become a customer. Read every article about them. Study and memorize this info. This only takes a few hours and is a much better use of your time than blasting resumes. If you don't really want to work for this company, pick a different company and do this section again. Tell them how much you want to work for them. Start contacting them to tell them how much you want to work for them. It doesn't matter who you speak to first. Start with anyone. Just start. Tell them in your own way, quote, You are my favorite company. It's my dream to work for you. If you have any aspect that could use a little help, let me do it and I promise you it'll thrive. I'm that passionate about this, unquote. Eventually, contact different people in the company, especially the executives, not just human resources. Ideally, you could be more specific, telling them ways you can improve one of their projects, services, or products. Be persistent, though succinct. Combine phone, email, and in person. You must use all three methods since each has its strengths. Always be succinct. Don't take more than two minutes of their time, but always show your passion and how much you can help them. Vary your message. Sometimes ask advice, sometimes give advice, but always make it clear how much you want to work there. Do this every week. It's okay to be almost annoying. Polite manners don't prove passion. Do this until hired. Eventually they'll be hiring and they'd be damn foolish not to hire you, especially faced with the alternative of opening up the floodgates to help wanted ads they'll much rather go with this person who has persistently proven their passion. Could do this with a few companies at once. If there are sincerely a few different companies you would love to work for and you have the time, consider doing this process for a few companies at once. P.S. For further inspiration, read at Sivers.org how Tom Williams got hired by Apple at 14 using this method. Flip the Stick by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. When I was a teenager and heard, it's all who you know, it used to feel so defeating. 
I wanted to be a famous musician, but I didn't know any famous people. I didn't grow up in Hollywood. None of my friends were successful. Success was a secret insider's group to which I'd never belong. I'm just an introvert from nowhere, Illinois. So when I heard, it's all who you know, it felt like the rest of that sentence was, and you don't know anyone, so forget it. One day in college, we had a guest speaker who was a head honcho at BMI. On his way into class, I overheard him say he was hungry. He'd come straight to our school without lunch, so when the teacher told him it was a two-hour class, he groaned. Because everyone was still getting seated, I quickly ran out to the hall, called the local pizza shop, and ordered a few pizzas to be sent to our classroom. After they arrived, he laughed and said, good move, I owe you one, and gave me his card after class, suggesting I keep in touch. For the next two years, he always took my calls, gave me all kinds of advice about the music business, and when I graduated college, he got me a great job at Warner Music in New York City. More specifically, he heard they had an opening and called them to say their search was over, that he knew the best guy for the job, could vouch for me, then gave them my number. They called me to say I was hired already, and it started the next day. A year later, I realized it's all who you know doesn't have to be depressing. I just never considered it could work in my favor. Then once you realize that, you realize the profound conclusion. Everything that seems depressing can be flipped to work in your favor. Every deal that's bad for someone is good for someone else. So instead of moaning about one end of it, take the other end. Think banks have an unfair advantage? Then be a bank. Think corporate radio is keeping your music from being heard? Then make a radio station. In 1996, distribution for musicians sucked. The only way to get your music sold was to somehow be that one in 1,000 that signs a deal with a major distributor who would keep 60% of the net, which was 50% of the gross, and you were left with $1.50 per CD sold, although they were notorious for never paying, and of course you never found out who bought your music, and they would kick you out if you didn't sell huge numbers in the first few months. So instead of moaning, I just became a distributor. It's easier than ever for you to replace a broken system and never feel helpless again. If you're offered the shit end of the stick, never forget you can flip the stick around. Then clean it so it's not shitty for anyone else again. You just listened to the post titled How to Get Hired and Flip the Stick, both by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Once again, if you're looking to spread a message, you can have a good chance to be featured right here on this podcast if you guest post for my site, oldpodcast.com. It'll help you get in front of a bigger audience and it'll be great for us to hear from listeners of this show. So if you're interested in doing that, come by oldpodcast.com and get in touch with me. I'm gonna keep this nice and short for you and I'll be back tomorrow with Minimalist Monday. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.